Well, welcome back to our second segment today of things to do while you are at home. And so today we are going to talk about spring maintenance tips. Yep. Good old maintenance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Home it is It is one of the my least favorite things to do, but it is one of the things that separates really good homeowners from not so good homeowners. Yeah. And I think it's very, very um, pertinent or um, apparent when we go to sell homes or when we help clients buy homes, who is good at maintenance and who isn't. Yeah. And it just makes a difference on your inspection report. It makes a difference on the actual transaction itself um, when it comes to inspection. So we want to just go over some of these simple little elements uh, that you should be doing. And that will also make living in your home that much more comfortable. And the first one, this is near and dear to my heart. I am an HVAC fan. So time to call out that HVAC mm -hmm. system. But before you do that, change out the air filters. What we want the HVAC company to do is to kind of actually come out and tell you what's wrong with airflow or the condensation, not so much focusing on having those replaced. The other thing to know about that is if they replace them for you, which they will definitely um, suggest and be able to, is that they're gonna charge you more than what Home Depot or Lowe's will. So it's a quick and easy fix, and that way you're gonna be able to enjoy it. The other thing too to note is that doing it now is probably gonna be cheaper and they'll be able to do it quicker then come July or August when everybody else's HVAC system is dropping out and they're there on emergency calls. Yes, and the, and you know you can buy those HVAC filters mm -hmm. by the box. We I buy a couple of dozen at a time because I've got three different units. Each yeah. of the units has a different filter size. And so I buy a box of each one every time. And so I go to the Home Depot for filters every six months. I've always got something there. Well, one of the last tips about HVAC filters, not that it always, but if you write the month and the year on it, you will know if you're changing it every 30 days because it's really quick and simple. It really is. Jeff, what you got? Um, the second one today is get up, either get up on your roof or get up on a ladder and clean out your gutters. They gutter uh, gutters with leaves that have fallen off in the fall uh, are probably still up there. The gutters tend to to hold on to dirt and pine needles and all kinds of things. And this is the time of year when we start getting all of the, the spring rains. And those spring rains are really going to try to to do a number on your gutters. And if if you're clogged up, you can that can create additional problems with the water back up like into the roof or into the house. And so there are some really easy products that you can buy at Home Depot. Um, I usually get up on a ladder and do it myself. It takes me less than an hour to do my whole house. But there is a uh, there's a wand that you can buy at Home Depot that has a little adjustable head on it. You put it on the end of your water hose, and then you walk along with that wand pointed down into the gutter and just spray as you walk huh. along. Um, I would recommend you wear your raincoat because <laughs> it, it, it can't get nasty, but it's um, it, it's one of those things that you just, I mean, the, the payback on it's phenomenal. So. Absolutely. One of the next things that I want to talk about is the foundation. And this is a great time for you to check for movement in the foundation. And what we're trying to do here is determine if it's something that can be fixed through correcting drainage around the house, if it's a lack of watering of the foundation, or, or if you're pure and beam, it's something that you'd want to have shimmed up. This is also a great time to do a visual around the foundation and make sure that the actual soil is below the foundation line. Soil should not actually come up and go above your weep holes or be touching the brick. A couple of things is it doesn't allow the house to actually breathe and condensation to come down, but it's also a really interesting conduit for bucks. So it's a quick way for them to get up. This is something that you can have easily done. We've got a lot of really reputable foundation companies. If this is something that you think you wanna have done, 
DM us and we'll be happy to share that information with you. And part of that same process is making sure that the drainage works well around your house. So we've got the water coming down off of the roof. We've got it going into the gutters. We've got it coming down through the downspouts the right way. Mm -hmm. And we, one of the big things is you want to make sure that that water gets at least five feet away from your foundation. Over time, what tends to happen is, especially when you've got dirt areas around the foundation, you, uh, you tend to create ponds there and those ponds can get in under the foundation, under the foundation beam, and they can cause long-term problems um, that you just don't really need to have. Yep, and kind of talking about ponding, check the sprinklers. Now's the time to make sure that the sprinklers are actually spraying where they should be and that the heads are working and there's no leaks that um, are causing you to have a higher utility bill. These can cause ponding, which can then go back into um, the whole discussion right there where we're talking about foundations. So it's really interesting. You also want to make sure that the flowers that you're planting and the trees that you're trying to have grow and give you the shade are actually getting the water that they are intended to and that everything is working well. Um, I also wanted to bring up the uh, 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 looking for sinkholes in your yard. That can be an indication of problems with your sprinkler system. Um, I have one in my yard that I have to tend to every year because I had a 50-year-old ash tree that finally, finally died and mm -hmm. had to come down. And as part of the natural decay of the root, uh, the root just begins to disintegrate into the earth. And so every year I usually buy a couple of bags of topsoil, bring it in, throw it down. The grass kind of grows over the top of it. And now I'm about four years now into it. I've, I think I'm getting closer to getting that to stop sinking so much. But had I not started doing that, I'd have this little divot in the middle of my yard. That's been happening for four years? Yeah. Every year i got to go out and put couple of a couple of big bags of, of potting soil or of uh, how big was that tree it was 50 years old it was huge did not know that mm -hmm. things you learn on the show mm -hmm. all right okay light bulbs replace them it's um it's, it's 2020 folks <laughs> there are all sorts of colors yeah there are all sorts of shapes there are all sorts of filaments and they're all led now it is time to reach up there and unscrew them. Go to 1001lightbulbs.com, go to Lowe's, compare, go to buildit.com, whatever it is, replace them. Get the ones that you like, the light and the brightness, and make that house a little more energy efficient. Yeah, and there, one of the, the really cool things about the LED lights is, is the uh, ability to control the, the temperature of the light. Like mm -hmm. there's the 4,000 kilo, uh, the 4,000 kilo, well, Go with it. Okay. 4,000K. 4,000K temperature that is the bright white. There's mm -hmm. a 3,000K, which is the soft white daylight. I'm sorry, 4,000 daylight. 3,000 is bright white. 2,700 is soft white, mm -hmm. and it continues to go. And you can get down into some of the yellow colors after that. Whatever color you like, those are available, and they are so inexpensive now. Um, you can probably replace every incandescent bulb in your house with LED and save that much money in electricity your first year. Absolutely. Um, next is uh, talking about automating your nighttime, uh, nighttime lighting around your house. You know, my house is not super automated. I do have an Alexa and I've got a couple of different bulbs here and there. But one of the things that, that I have done for me and I've done for several of my friends is replaced uh, the switches for their outdoor lighting that they want to come on at night and go off during the day and then set those uh, set those with an automatic timer so that that all happens automatically every day and every night. They never have to worry about them again. And it makes such a difference because you're not wasting all that energy leaving those lights on during the day. But you've got the security at night and you've got the, the house the way it looks at night. And it's funny because he said he's done that for friends. He actually did it for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I bought the one that um, actually syncs up to Wi-Fi. 
and then that Wi-Fi then follows um, the year on the calendar. And so uh, six o'clock during winter is not six o'clock during the summer, mm -hmm. but it does turn the lights on now because it's synced up to the Wi-Fi and knows what time it is. Knows and what, what time day it is. And what time, yep. that it, they work amazingly. So All year. That Wi-Fi is everything. I'm always like, oh, crud, did I mess that up? Um, one of the last things that I just want to point out is termites. So mm -hmm. termites are storming this year. Mm -hmm. They will be flying. They will be coming out of uh, your firewood on the side, a dead tree that may be still in the yard, or actually just out of the ground. This is one of those things to watch for. And if they do become a nuisance, you want to have that discussed with a professional to make sure that they don't turn and look towards your house as their meal for the summer. If this is something that you notice, let us know. Again, we've got a great um, insect guy, uh, and he will be happy to get over there and take care of those for you. Yeah, basically, if it has anything to do with your home <laughs> at all, we can please it. feel free to call us. We it's uh, we have with people that call sheepishly sometimes. They, gosh, I'm so so sorry to bother you. Could you do you know a good electrician? Well, yes, we know great electricians. You know that's our job is to know your home. So. Um, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're happy, happy, happy to help you. One thing that I also want to throw out there really quickly is that we forgot to mention that the house on Tokalon is going to be open on Sunday from 1 to 3. This is one of the ones that I'd really like for everybody to go out and see just because it's amazing how close it is to the lake. Yeah, it really is. So I hope you enjoyed the second segment today. Um, uh, next week we'll come back with the rest of our series of, of what to do staying at home. If there's anything out there you want to look at or if you've got a home that you're considering selling, we would love to talk to you. And remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life.